You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. This interview discusses the sensitive topics of alcoholism, sobriety, abuse, loneliness, and suicide. Hey everybody, it's Adam, live and in person for you. Hey everybody, it's Adam, wonder who he'll interview. Call me Adam.com. Well, good afternoon, everybody. I am so excited to be back in the closet where I conduct all of my video and podcast interviews. And today I am getting to interview Barry J, who I first interviewed in 2019. And for those of you um, who may not know, Barry is the founder of the fitness franchise, Barry's Bootcamp. And he is also a filmmaker of horror and thriller movies. Um, for those of you who may not know me, my name is Adam Rothenberg. And for the past 14 years, I have been cooking up the secret sauce to a memorable interview. With over 1,500 interviews under my belt, I have been serving this recipe over and over again. And my mission is to create a platform where you can come together, be entertained, and discover something about yourselves through my interviews with people in and around the entertainment industry. So without further ado, let me welcome Barry J. Hi, Barry. Hi, Adam. It's so good to see I'm you. I'm so excited to talk about your new movie, The Way Out. Um, it is a very heavy film. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of moving parts to it. Yeah. Uh, there are a lot of topics that are discussed throughout the film. So um, let's dive right in. I thought we would start off with a few like introductory kind of questions, and then we'll get into more of the, uh, the serious components sure. of the film. But um, my first question is, you are the writer and director of the film. So um, what scenes were the easiest for you to write and direct? Scenes that were easiest were anything with Mike Manning as Shane. <laughs> All the Shane scenes, especially the Shane and Dale scene. I love Shane's character. He's complex. He's scary. He's hot. He's full of wisdom. He pushes you. I mean, I just had a blast with those scenes. The hardest were Alex. Mm. <laughs> Alex is more from inside of me. Um, so talking about the abuse and the struggle to stay sober and being shut down, no self-esteem, you know, being scared even of the person who becomes your mentor, you know, I mean, you're being kind of led by fear, um, is those were hard, especially as we get into finding out what happened to Alex. Mm -hmm. That happened to me. So that became, a, you know, it was surreal to block that scene with the DP, mm -hmm. like matter of factly. And the house that we shot in was a replica of the house I grew up in. The rooms were all in the same place. So I was actually like in my parents' bedroom doing the blocking. I was in my room watching the monitor. It was creepy. God. And it, it shook me up, I think, a little more than I was saying it was at the time. Mm -hmm. You know, it was a great shoot and I loved it and I had a great experience, but it, it rattled, it rattled me. Priceline presents, go to your happy price. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. 
When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. You can see yourself already there. It's beautiful. It might be sunny and sandy for some, neon and urban for others, deserts or rainforests or hiking trails. With Priceline, you can get to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else. Like up to 60% off select hotels to Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to Priceline.com and travel to your happy place for a happy price. All right, see ya. I'm off to Miami. No, actually, wow, look at that. No, I, I'm going to Hawaii now. Ooh, Cancun looks nice. You know what? Belize looks pretty nice this time of year. Or, mmm, Palm Springs. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. You mentioned some of the challenges in, in filming. Um, where is that? Uh, it was specifically your, you know, your story. Were there other components that maybe made those scenes more challenging or just you didn't realize the reaction you would feel from how personal it is? Well, I, I used different elements of my life over a span of many years and pushed them all into my age 25. Hmm. Start working out at age 25, but I didn't have a sponsor. I have one now and she is a woman older than me. and. So I, I, I wanted to keep that dynamic. Um, and, but it is also self-will run riot for both of them. You know, that's the problem. You know, I mean, at one, one point, Veronica says, you do anything you want to do without thinking about the cost, you know, and it's true, you know? And so it, it was just hard to see. And by the way, Johnny Beauchamp brought so much dignity and love to this role. And it was so real for me. I grew up in a very small place called Muncie, New York in Rockland County. Yes. I was Caldor in Suffern. Johnny grew up in Rockland County in Suffern. And I was like, he was like reading the script going, why Slopesburg? Why Nyack? Nobody knows these places. <laughs> and I'm like, he's like, I grew up there. <laughs> so. We had a lot of connection like that, that made it feel really special. But to be back in the Hudson Valley in a, in a, in a replica home, shooting a lot of my childhood trauma or my later life trauma, because I got sober later in life, not at 25. Well, to be honest, I got sober at 25 for two years and then and I got back to it. <laughs> so, so yeah, there's, there's definitely things that were hard to relook at. But I have, the reason I did this film, I was able to do this film, I should say, is that I have recovered. You know, I, I don't think I could have gone even near this material. You know, like I can tell you, like, no matter what happened between Alex and his dad, when my dad passed, I loved this man with all my heart. I was bawling like a baby and I would have loved more time. So, you know, things do change. And I think that's the message of this movie is that with forgiveness, you know, so much as possible. I can't tell everyone to forgive. I cannot. Um, I don't know their story. I don't know what happened to them. I just know that I was able to change for myself. I was able to free myself and drop the rock through that forgiveness. And that forgiveness happened by realizing I didn't do the same things, but I also did horrible things. And if I can, you know, forgive ourselves, we forgive each other. How could I forgive myself if I can't forgive him? It didn't feel fair. Mm -hmm. And 
Now, what also helped is in his older age, and mind you, I separated myself from my family for two years, not a peep, not a sound, changed my phone number. This was a really a strange relationship. When I came back and he got older, it was very, very clear that he wanted to have a friendly, loving relationship. And wow. he, he seemed like he changed. Mm -hmm. You know, when you see your father as a grandfather, and you're like, where was that? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get that. <laughs> so because he changed, it made it easy to easier to forgive. And looking back, realizing that, you know, neither one of them are perfect and anger can lead people to do things they shouldn't do. Yeah. Um, so that, that's sort of the message I'm trying to impart. Um, yes, that message does come across in the film. And, and I think you're very lucky that you were able to get that experience where you could have that reconciliation, because I know there are a lot of people who who don't get that chance. How involved are you? Because I know, you know, you wrote it, you're directing it, you're producing it. How involved are you in the casting of the film? Oh, very, very much. Oh. I mean, the casting choices were at the end of the day, they were left to me. Um, and I could not have been more blessed, but I had a great casting director with, I'll be honest, I didn't know Ashley Murray before. And the casting director brought me Ashley and I mean, how could you not be blown away? She was phenomenal. I loved literally everything about her. And one of the producers, Carl said, you know, for Veronica, I was thinking of a lot of women in the school of Sherry Shepard, but I had not thought of Sherry Shepard. And he goes, I gave it to my friend at, at, at her agency, at Sherry Shepard's agency, and she likes it. I said, wait, Sherry Shepard. <laughs> <laughs> and I've said this in other interviews that I loved her in 30 Rock as Angie Jordan. Who didn't? Um, but precious. It just stayed with me when she played Cornrows. I had oh, yeah. uh-huh. I had just it just stayed with me that wow, she really has a dramatic presence and all of a sudden i was like yeah sherry shepherd <laughs> yes yes febreze is a proud partner of can't cancel pride however you choose to express yourself febreze has the perfect scent to make your home even more fabulous in your own unique way have an amazing pride from febreze I mean, she was she was so good in this film, and I, I was like blown away by her because I haven't seen many of her, you know, acting roles. I really, when I think of Sherry Shepard, I think more of the talk show host. Um, sure. And I was I was just like blown away the way she was able to, you know, her, to like present her characters, pain while, you know, offering assistance and just the whole dynamic and and it was just amazing how everything was conveyed and, and the way that you wrote the film and sort of have her story develop and open up it's like i i wasn't seeing that beforehand and then all of a sudden i'm like as you're unfolding her storyline i'm like oh my gosh it's like she's been through so much you know just as much trauma in in a different way but still she needs to also find you know forgiveness and acceptance and all of these yeah and forgiveness of herself mm -hmm. but i love what i love about sherry is that my sponsor is an older woman um but she 
she represents if if Alex is one point of the triangle, at the other upper two points is Shane, and the other point is Veronica. Mm. Which way you go, Veronica is what I wanted her to be is the example of what life could look like mm-hmm. if you if you take to forgiveness and letting go and staying sober and like this is what life could look like yeah or that <laughs> what life could look like <laughs> yes i definitely agree and and if alex went more in the way of shame which there definitely were moments where he was oh yeah going down that life yeah it's it's scary to me to think what may have happened or what could have happened oh. and, you know you see part of it of you, you know you get that glimmer of what could happen to him but um use has really negative effects yeah just aren't guaranteed someone's going to recover yeah it's true and you also don't know how bad it's going to get if it's going to shut down their personal life or if they're going to be the next ted bundy right. <laughs> you know <laughs> so it's it's scary because if you know i, I do a lot i've got an uh, upcoming screenplay called like father like son which is based on serial killer and I did so much research and there was so much neglect and abuse in the in the pasts of serial killers mm. and animal cruelty and all this stuff that I was learning about um, that I thought, you know what, this whole thing got started because my therapist, one of many, one <laughs> <laughs> said to me when she heard my story, she said, wow, it's amazing you turned out to be a nice person. It could have gone really bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, that stayed with me. Like, yeah. So you roll the dice when you abuse somebody. Yeah. Like, it could have gone either way. Yes. And actually, that's one of my other questions that I had. What, what was it? What did you learn about yourself from writing this film that perhaps you didn't know going through the abuse and or your recovery? I think I learned a lot about i mean i already know about the importance of staying sober and all that kind of stuff but that anger that shane tapped into that alex had that helped get him to do the things he wanted him to do um it i was very 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 angry for a very long time um and i couldn't even put my finger as to why Mm. Um, and writing the script and seeing it helped me help me learn a little bit more about where the anger came from mm. and why the anger was so out of hand. And, you know, it's sort of like when I look back on my past, like, why didn't I do this? Help me go like, oh, that's probably why that happened. Mm. I was too high to create a life and I was, you know, mm-hmm. so it just sort of just sort of opened my eyes to who I was and why things happened, what motivated me, what what drove me. Mm-hmm. Um, it also, and this is, you know, I don't want to give anything away about Shane, if possible, but it also showed me that I was holding on to some fantasy guy <laughs> that existed. Mm-hmm. If he did exist, boy, my bullies would be sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so I sort of was able to give him life mm-hmm. that that guy that I always wished would be there to defend me, you know, right or wrong. And just, <laughs> and, and of course he wasn't, but in this movie he was. Yeah. 
So I had my bodyguard come to life. <laughs> yeah. So. He'll get the dirt and the scoop and the story for he happens to be in the know. Just ask anybody who's had him, had him, lived for the business of show. Call me Adam.com.